gitana fui a consultar Porque el mal de ojo me quería curar Y la gitana me recetó Una botellita de prueba que me amó Leyó mi mano y me dijo así Con mi remedio vas a ser feliz Ya que ella gitana me entregó una botellita de prueba que de amor. A tinta china parecía oler, a pura guarras parecía saber que un número nueve en el frente leí y toda la botella me la bebí. Cuando el sentido pude recobrar, todas las cosas empecé a besar. Más cuando a su novio besé por error Rompió la botellita de breva que de amor China parecía oler, a pura guarras parecía saber que un número nueve en el frente leí y toda la botella me la bebí. Cuando el sentido pude recobrar, todas las cosas empecé a besar, mas cuando a su novio besé por error, rompió la botellita de prueba que de amor. Brebaje de amor, brebaje de amor. Hey, it's me, your old buddy Rory here for another week of the Amen Radio program on. Amen.net. And that was Angelica Maria Bray Baia de Amor number nine uh, from 1966, put out on the Mustard label in Mexico. And yeah, it's a version of Love Potion number nine, which you might have guessed. Um, so let's see. I'm a little frazzled because I, to be honest with you, just totally slapped the show together last minute. So. Uh, that's always a fun thing, but I still think there's some good stuff to come. That's that's my opinion. Maybe you feel differently. We'll see. Um, this next song is really great. It's by this band I just discovered from Kentucky, uh, Ozellum, and this song is called A Citrus. They put this out on a self-titled album last year, a.k.a. 2020, um, so I'll dedicate that to the pineapple that I'm just about to eat, or a portion of pineapple. I don't think I'll eat the whole thing. But we'll see. Um, so there's that. Uh, there's me and Zach doing the usual pile of bullshit for I'm Allowed halfway through the show. Got a, another brand new Gradini song I'm going to play a bit later. Um, what else do I got? A whole set of songs about silly space stuff. Some songs sillier than the others. And I don't know. 
music from all over the place. Um, my Bandcamp search recently has been uh, getting me. I guess I've been doing mostly like central USA sort of states that are populated, but not you know the the Californias or New York areas where you're likely to find a ton of good stuff no matter what you try and search for. Um, but this you got to dig a little deeper for, and I think I found some some pretty cool things. So yeah, this band Ozellum is an example of, of that. Um, and you know something? I don't think there's anything else I really need to say right now. If anything, I've said too much. So let's go.
big truck just backed up to my door today. Everything I own was hauled away. Now there's space between me and the door. After today, I won't live here anymore. The neighbor across the street, I see them staring. As I look out this broken window pane, it's so nice to know that someone is still caring. Cause it looks like I'll be leaving in the rain. Our book of love was closed up today. A moving van came and hauled it all away. Never again will I walk hardwood floor after today I won't live here anymore our book of love was closed up today a moving van Je t'appelais monsieur Et nous étions sérieux Nous travaillons vraiment Sans perdre notre temps Je t'appelais monsieur Et je parlais très peu Je n'étais qu'une enfant Je n'avais pas ses ans Aujourd'hui c'est fini Je t'accompagne chez toi Tu m'as prise dans tes bras Je t'appelais monsieur Et nous étions sérieux Nous travaillons vraiment Sans perdre notre temps Je t'appelais monsieur Et je parlais très peu Je n'étais qu'une enfant Je n'avais pas 16 ans Parfois pour m'amuser J'ajoutais oui monsieur Travaillons vraiment sans perdre notre temps. Je t'appelais monsieur et je parlais très peu. Je n'étais qu'une enfant, je n'avais pas 16 ans. Mais le temps a passé, nous nous sommes coupés. Si je veux repenser, ce n'est qu'à du passé. Je t'appelais monsieur et nous étions sérieux. Nous travaillons vraiment sans perdre notre temps. Je t'appelais monsieur et je parlais très peu. Je n'étais qu'une enfant. 
tonight. I'm going to sound like a drunk.
That was the Human Beings song. It's called Always. Comes from their self-titled record put out 2018 through Jenny Records and Earth Libraries. Then there was the Duquesne Shock Treatment from a 1967 HSH single. Aggressive Patience before that with Mind Your Own Business. They spell the word patience in their name with, uh, or as, P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S, while the name of the release itself is Aggressive Patience, P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. That came out, i got to be careful, came out in 2019 through Broken Sound Tapes. I don't want to say last year anymore, because it's not anymore, as you may also be aware. Um... Then it was Marianne with Je Tapelle Monsieur from a four-song EP put out in 1966 by Disc Vogue. Uh, also, James O'Gwen with uh, I Won't Live Here Anymore, really pulls on the old heartstrings. Came out as well in 1966 through Hickory on a single. And started things with A Citrus by Ozellum which was put out in 2020 on the Ozellum self-released album. Yeah. I'm going to play something my skinny puppy next. It's Dig It, a version that uh, is taken from their CBC radio session that they did back in 1986. They never properly released that. There's bootlegs and floating around, uh, all of which are pretty much... It's probably the same source, I don't know. You'd think that, since it was on the radio, maybe a few people could have taped it off, but what I've heard always sounds like this. Uh, and it's, it's pretty good, it just sounds a little uh, compressed. There was one of the songs, Last Call, from this same session, that was put out on one of the back-and-forth releases by Skinny Puppy, like a the collection of whatever live and rare stuff. And that sounds noticeably better. There's definitely way better dynamic range on it than here, and it doesn't sound as radio-y. Maybe, maybe that's kind of cool. I don't know. Um, so actually, the end of Dig It here starts to they kind of lead into Last Call, but I trimmed it off there because it, you know otherwise it'd be like a 13-minute long thing that I'd play. Uh, so yeah, that's next and. I don't know. We'll see what else. Uh, yeah. That's it.
I didn't make anybody stay here until 7 a.m. or 11 or whenever it is everybody finally left. I didn't make this kid pass out on my floor. People wanted to be here.
song was Immer Sachst Du Versailles, or You Always Say Forgive, that was put out on a single in 1968 by Amiga Records in East Germany. Uh, what else was there? What else was there? There was Lie from British Columbia before that. Fantasy of Destructive Force from their album that they put out in 2020 called You Want It Real through Mint Records, and it's funny because I did a big band camp search through, you know, British Columbia a couple weeks ago, and didn't come up with them, or at least I don't think I did, and then I was looking through my friend Ralph's recent article of the best noise rock stuff from 2020, and then he had included them amongst the list, so I had a listen, and I would agree, it's... A very good record, so yeah, you know, it's the magic of Bandcamp. You can spend hours digging through it and still not find all the stuff that you might like. Somebody else will probably find something that you like and tell you later. Um, yeah, and and by the way, that's Ralph from uh, from Buzz Rodeo and Trigger Cut. So yeah, I've, I've played music of his on here before. I should play more music of his on here later. Um, but yeah, so before that, the Miami Dolphins connect the dots from What Are You Waiting For, W-A-T-R, You Waiting For, put out in 2017 by FPE, then it was the Rumblers with Bugged from a 1963 Dot record single, and Skinny Puppy to start it, Dig It, from their 1986 CBC radio session, Never Properly Released. But 
circulates as a bootleg. All right, so got a bunch more stuff to come before uh, we get talking to Zach, or at least I talk to him. You won't talk to him. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I got a new Grey Deedy song that he sent my way a couple weeks ago. It's from a new record of his coming up. He'll put out later this year called The Human One. And this song is called Banshee Bake a Cherry Pie. Thank you. 
It's a sick, sick, sick world. And it's waiting for you.
saw a lighthouse in the night, pushing beams of light at me. I turned away and to forget. I saw a lighthouse once in a while, on and off like night and dawn, then day, growing taller like an infant, then full grown like a man. I took a walk where colour does not grow, and I pictured myself living there. I got depressed and amazed together, when I thought how quickly time goes. Falls like rain or hay. I pulled out grass and flowers. They resisted, but I'm so much stronger. I will march on and on. I stayed inside my home and stroked rough minutes into smooth hours. I am a lighthouse beam, shining people in the pavement top. Remember when inside to forget outside, stroking the air with smooth swings. I stopped dropping my guard and I stroked my line of defence like an unnamed entity resists catalogues and streams of lists. A lighthouse, that's me. A lighthouse that's easy to be with. That was the Shadow Ring with I Am a Lighthouse from one of the most singular albums of all time, Lighthouse. Put out in 1999 by Swill Radio, uh, and it was Art Star from a mythology out of practice, or rather, sorry, the song was a mythology out of practice, and it's from their album Akin to Sin, put out in 2019 by Rosewater. Uh, then Cabaret Voltaire spread the virus. And I wanted to play that not because it's topical, but because it's a good song. And it comes from their album Red Mecca, which is another really great record. That was put out in 1981 by Rough Trade. And I couldn't resist playing the Sick Sick World clip to lead into that. Um. What else do we have here? 21st Century Fox before that, Twinning, from their album New Energy. 
put out in 2019 as a self-release thing, and then Gradini Banshee Bake a Cherry Pie from his forthcoming album, The Human One. That'll be out later this year. And, you know, it's halfway through the Aw Man radio show, so uh, I'll keep... Well, no, I won't rhyme anymore, but yeah, I'll call Zach. How about that? I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Black away from Zach. What's going on there, fucker? You from jail? Am you, I need co- to, you need me to bail you out of prison? <laughs> well, Where you're at right now? It's a metaphorical jail. It's yeah, it's, it's a personal <laughs> yeah, issue. Prison planet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know all about that. There's no escaping this prison planet. Well, there is escaping it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can get like a rocket ship, as they call it, and. You know, go out into. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a more hearty way, or more wholesome way than what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are other ways to do it too. <laughs> what do you got going on there? Yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm going to Cleveland tomorrow to visit a good friend. Uh, so I'm getting getting my clothes, getting getting everything packed up. Going to play some going to play some music up there. Gonna 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 play some music. Maybe make, play some music with my old buddy Noah from Profligate. Oh, great! Get the band back together. <laughs> Kissy kiss a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's never too late. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were uh, Rick and I were on a, a a public access TV show last night. It was. We really had a lot of fun. Oh, what was that all about? Who's like whose show is it? It's uh, Jeremy Harris, the guy that uh, his his act's name is uh, Lazy Magnet. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. He's been, been underground underground world for a long time. An old, very old friend of mine, uh, and Rick's, and he asked us. It was his second uh, second show, and uh, he asked us to, if we would if we would come on, and he showed our our Joe Oliver video. Have I shown you that Joe Oliver video? I don't think so. <laughs> that we that we have for the for the. For the ninety reds album, oh man, it is out there. <laughs> I, I created a uh, choreographed dance for Rick and I on there, <laughs> and uh, we, we we I dumped a bunch of turpentine in the toilet and flushed it in slow mo. I got a slow motion video of that turpentine flushing, and it is the most horrendous. It's very very terrifying. It looks it looks ter- it's like a it's like a it looks like a mix between shit and blood. Basically, <laughs> it looks like shitty blood going down the toilet. You're, I bet you're and, the only you person know, like, who's ever done that for art-related purposes. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of people that normally <laughs> do that anyway, but, yeah. I guess, like, yeah, there might be scenarios. Yeah, I wonder how much turpentine has ever been done. <laughs> I think it's probably just, like, a byproduct of, you know, people doing whatever sort of shit with their house where they're, like, building stuff. Like, what? I know turpentine typically would refer to the sap that comes from trees, but some people call other stuff turpentine too. So is, is that, are you also referring yeah, to this was like, this is like the sap. chemical stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This so. is like the, like the paint thinner stuff. Yeah. I, I think is what it's used for. 
I don't know even know why it was, it was in the bathroom for some reason. I don't even I'm not sure why, but <laughs> we, uh, we dumped it on or there was but all over, all over and around. But it was like it's, it was everywhere, and then then got a video of it uh, of a slow motion flush, and it, it's a, it's a song about about Joe Oliver, who was the catcher of the 1990 Cincinnati Reds, eating uh, eating a, a raw hunk of uh, uh, of of meat off of uh, off of a sidewalk in front of Riverfront Stadium. <laughs> While people are filing into the game, <laughs> which may or may not have actually happened, I think if I wrote it, it happened. <laughs> yeah, we've, been, we've gone over Rick that. Rick and I've been talking about that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you got you know we have the there's the Michael you know the you know it's a story about Santa Claus catching the plague and then going on his on his gift giving route and basically get, giving everyone the plague. But then magically saving them. So it was kind of, and that was that was in January of 2019, and we put that out. And then two months, two months goes by, and everybody, you know, the the, the plague is loosed on the earth. So that was kind of eerily prescient too. Yeah. Wow. I didn't. I didn't. I know. I I remember that theme on the record. I hadn't thought about that though. That's a good point. And the fact, yeah, like, <laughs> like Michael Jackson dies the the day the Michael Jackson record of yours comes out. So, yeah. You're, yeah. You're hitting on something here. I need to start writing good things. <laughs> I need to start writing good things that happen instead of really, uh, really, really terrifying, painful things. But you know, it's like I, I don't. I don't think I could have. I don't think I could do without a single one of the humiliations I've had in this life. It's like all, the the. You know, there's this concept that the that the. Uh, in Islam called uh, nafs and it's like it's a concept of, the, of these kind of being inhabited by these hungry creatures that are that are, that never get satiated no matter how much they eat and uh, you know the only thing the only thing that the only thing that kind of dissipates them the only thing that files down their really sharp teeth is humiliation and loss and, and grief and so the, the, that's a way to that's a way to look at those things you know, and and kind of see them as uh, as some of the best things that happen to you, and about the only thing I can conceive worth writing about. I can only I can only conceive of a couple of two or three things worth writing about. I think God is one of them. Uh, grief and humiliation is is another, and then joy. I think joy. Those those are the three things that that, that are the only things I'm really interested in writing about at all. Uh, or, or hearing it, or hearing, or seeing art about any anything else is just somebody playing at it. I think. Yeah. So, in I'm other words, it's not going to make it too easy for you to write a sincere record and then have it turn into something true without it also being something unpleasant. Generally speaking, but then, um, but then, unpleasant things. When you take a when you take a broad view of unpleasant things, usually they, or not usually, but at least they have the capacity to be very helpful. Mm-hmm. Unpleasant things like the in the first half of our life, we learn primarily through if we're fortunate, and a lot of people aren't, and I I think that's a very sad thing. But 
in the first part of our life, we learn primarily through, through being nurtured by a, by a loving mentor. Like, like I said, not everyone has that, and that's really a look at the world around you, and you can you can see what that what the uh, consequence of that is. But the second part of our life, I think we we learn primarily through humiliation and 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 loss and and uh, and failure and and grief. You know, I don't, I can't, I can't think of a. I can't think of an important thing, uh, an important thing that I've learned in my life, in the second part of my life anyway, that one of those things weren't the, what, you know, weren't the progenitor of, you know, that they, they, they come and teach us the really, really difficult lessons that we, that it's, uh, that, that we, if we don't learn it, then it's at our peril, so... You know, it's like if you take a if you take a long view of, of grief, it actually ends up being a really wonderful thing. It can teach you to really love and care about the people that are still with you in your life. You know, it's like you you can and you can value your own life and, and value the world a, a lot better through the lens of grief. Without the without the lens of grief, you're you're play acting. I think so. I hesitate to call them terrible things or awful things. You know, they're they're just the o- the only teachers appropriate for our lives. I w- <laughs> I don't know why that is the case, and I wish it wasn't. Or I don't know if I wish it wasn't. I mean, to try and wish the world was a different way is really a pretty futile exercise. <laughs> it's not really worth our time to try and wish the world to be a different way. I think that's probably where most of our really most of our troubles in our lives come from wanting the world to be different than the way it is you know it's 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 a grown up and mature way to to look at the world and say i'll i'll take it as it is doesn't mean you can't strive to make it better or make your own life better doesn't mean you got to like it it doesn't mean you got to like it no yeah that's just the fact but Jack. to accept it the way it is is <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's why I like that's why I like so much about country music. You know, they 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 take a they they take a look at, at what Porter Wagner calls the cold hard facts of life, and develop a, a a way to be able to stand it without. I, what I what I really detest is is this like pseudo spirituality where people try to, are always trying to transcend all these things. You know, I don't think I don't think it's a I think that's what children do. I think that's, and I, and I think we have a lot of grown-up children walking around in this world. You know, it's you. You can't always. You're, you you can't always, and you're not always supposed to constantly be transcending really difficult things. You're supposed to sit with them and live with them, and and invite them in and, and ask them what they have to teach you. Because it, you know, if you if you try to ignore them or stuff them down deep, you, you turn sadder and more resentful and, and more uh, and, and and less of use to yourself and less of use to everyone else I think yeah I, I can't argue with that so what's 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 the climate what's the climate in, in Europe now are you all are, are y'all locked down yeah it's it or goes, I guess it's Czechia. It's, yeah, I mean, different countries are kind of different. I, I don't know the full story across the board. I've been talking to some friends in Lithuania, and they say that 
it's pretty pretty bad there. Apparently, it's like one of the worst places or the worst place in the EU and one of the worst places in the world in general. Because I, for the past couple of years, I've been going there for uh, New Year's Eve, so obviously I didn't get to do that this time around. But hopefully, in, in, later in the year, I can make up for that. But anyhow, yeah, it was. You you can't travel between cities on the weekends or something because uh, like they're just trying to restrict movement of people that is within the country. Uh, so even if you're there, like you you can't go anywhere unless it's like for work or something like that. Um, but here it's they have like we're at the maximum whatever they have like the five stage thing, and then they put things at like stage five, which is the worst. But it's you know. People, <laughs> I think people still kind of bypass a lot of that stuff and still, you know, it's, I think just because it's the holidays and whatever, people are still going to get together as, maybe not as often as they normally would, but, um, you know, it's, I think probably in the weeks to come, it'll start to improve a bit and we'll see. But yeah, the thing that really drags me down is they have a curfew here. Um, so right now it's at nine o'clock. And then, I don't know if I told you about this before, but it's irritating because I work so late into the day, and then if I want to go out walking at night, I can't, even though I'm not going to socialize with anybody. I'm just going to go walking by myself. But, yeah, that is prohibited at the moment. So, um, What would happen? What happens if you're, if you're out walking after 9 p.m.? What, what, what is the consequence of that? Um, I think, you know... You could probably do it on the sly a lot and then just go to places where there's not going to be anybody around. Like if you went down by the river on the paved trails that they have there, I doubt anybody's going to catch you. But if somebody were to catch you, if the cops, I mean, people don't rat each other out, but if the cops caught you, they, I'm sure they'll give you a fine and then they could probably do worse than that. They could probably take you in or something. I don't know, actually. I, I would say it's usually just a fine unless you're being belligerent about it. Dependent on the dependent on the cop's mood, which is <laughs> never something you want to wager with. No. Or wager on, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> maybe 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 that's maybe that's not such a such a Maybe it's less of a dangerous wager in, in Czechia than it is in the U.S., but worldwide, never a, never a, never a wager that you want to uh, throw all your chips down on, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I did this thing when I was digging around online a few weeks ago to find out who – it was like – because the statistics for this period were just more widely available. Uh, it was like from 2008 to maybe like 2015 or something – and I wanted to know who or what was like what what resulted in more human deaths. Was it animals in in the United States of America, or was it cops? And then cops just really took the cake on that. They they kill way more people than wild any kind of animals, wild, domesticated, any animal related incidents at all. Because I was first thinking about like mountain lions and all that kind of stuff. I'm absolutely terrified by large carnivorous cats, and I was wondering, well, how many do they, how many people do they kill in a year? And then you know, I I couldn't find the uh, statistics for that period that I was looking for, but then they had the statistics for. Uh, animals in general. So yeah, animals in general in the United States do not kill as many people in the run of an average year 
as cops do. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I wish I could say I was surprised. <laughs> but I, I, I don't find that surprising at all. I find that I, I don't find it comforting either. But I find I find that to be that I find that to be a totally a totally normal fact. Unfortunately, so you might be better off taking In your fact, chances we, with a mountain lion, depending. <laughs> yeah, a, 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 a mountain a mountain lion doesn't have para, paramilitary equipment. Fortunately, <laughs> yeah. It might have a little bit of grace and a little bit of mercy. <laughs> yeah, you never know. It might. <laughs> it's more likely. Anyway. Yeah. Um, one thing. Before, Apparently. <laughs> or, or, yeah. One thing before I forget. Did you ever listen to that Frank Dykus song, "The Visit"? I think I sent you that a while ago. It's because I'm going to play it just after we talk, or a few songs after, anyway. And if you if you did listen, and if you remember about the lyrics, it's this really solemn treatment of what would happen during an alien encounter and the the knowledge that the aliens impart upon this man. And it's really unusual because usually the case with any kind of alien subject matter in lyrics, it's just given the silly treatment. You know, you have some probably goofy sound effects in the background. But this this guy really took it to heart for whatever reason and wrote wrote this, uh, this really serious set. Of, of words to go along with, with the music, which is, uh, is pretty thematically valid, too. It's not goofy at all. It's a pretty cohesive package. But I can't think of anybody else who's done that. I mean, I was kind of, to get back to our, our earlier point, you know, of country music, I think that <laughs> this is a real outlier because it, it does give that sort of reverence to the subject matter and talks about something in an existential sort of way, but it's a completely ridiculous topic unto itself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, it, that sounds, I, I don't know. It was, it, I, I, I have listened to all those songs that you sent me, but I listened to some of them while I was working or doing other things. So I, I'll, I maybe, maybe I listened to it and I didn't give it the proper attention. So I, I, I need to go back and listen to them all again. I, that sounds like that sounds like it's right up, right up, right up my alley. Sounds really, <laughs> it sounds really salient <laughs> and uh, and and worthwhile. Yeah, I think that's it's really interesting. You know, it's like the most courageous thing a person ever does is to be honest. It's that's one of the hardest things a person ever does. Is I think the hardest thing a person ever does is, is to be honest with themselves. That's a you know, most people live in some, they create some kind of fantasy land in their mind and, and, and create their world around that, you know, and the, um, the problem with that is it's, it's, it's built on air, you know, it's very easily dispelled and, and, uh, you know, it's like, like most, some people have a comfortable enough life that they can live their illusion their entire life, but what a terrible way to live, you know, it's, it's it's better to it's better to grapple with how difficult and complex life is than to create some kind of fantasy. It's that's that's a really terrible um, uh, that's a terrible fate for someone to even if they're allowed to do it to create some kind of you know to, to create some kind of fantasy world for themselves where they don't have to they don't have to face face up to, to how profoundly complex and challenging life is and 
you know, because that's the only way we really, you can't, you can't experience, I don't think you can experience real joy unless you've known really deep grief or deep sorrow, you know, it's like you, you have to drink from the bottom, you have to drink that, that well down to, to its darkest and blackest bottoms to be able to, to be able to rise up and take a couple of swallows of joy, I think. People really, it's a shame that people do that. And I think that country music can be a really good antidote to that. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the perfect antidote of saying, no, actually, this is, this is the way things are. How are you going to orient your life knowing this, you know? Yep. That's it. It's music that's going to tell you the truth. <laughs> the very thing that no one wants to be told. Yep. We, we love to pretend like we're telling other people the truth. <laughs> That's something that we, 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 we love to pretend that, but we, we hate to be told the truth about ourselves. We hate it when we're able to tell ourselves the truth. Most, most often, more often than not, we hate when we're able to own up to the way that, that the world really is. And we really hate it when other people tell us the truth. That's the thing that, that's one of the, the biggest fears I think most people have is to, is to be laid bare in front of another person or be, be laid bare in front of the other world and have that, that wild twin that we have, you know, there's like that, there's the story of the wild twin, uh, in, 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 a, in Russian folklore where on the night that you're born, you, you have a, you have a twin brother and the twin brother is deformed and your your mother and father decide to toss him out into the wilderness or toss her out into the wilderness because they don't it, he's he or she is to them less than human and you know that that, that wild twin is is kind of our uh, our our shadow self the part of ourselves part the part of ourselves that we're really ashamed of and terrified that people will will discover you know it's that it's we're we're wearing the mask and the wild twin kind of unmasks us and uh that's probably in a in a subterranean way most people's biggest fear that they'll that they'll that someday they'll be unmasked and the people and the world will see them the way that they are but conversely that's the only way you can live any any kind of like valiant dignified uh, vital life is to unmask yourself or to be unmasked. Preferably you unmask yourself <laughs> and you don't go through the humiliation of being unmasked. But, um, you know, that's the, uh, that's, that's a long, that's a long, painful, difficult process. And, uh, and the, also the, one of the only worthwhile things we ever end up doing, I think. Yeah, well, I think that's a good point to rest this conversation on. <laughs> yeah, the wild twin, the wild, the wild, the wild twin came out in this conversation, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to welcome him back into my life. <laughs> tell him that he'll always be, he'll, he'll always be my, my brother, and I'll, I'll, I'll never disown. Him. I, I'll always, I'll, I'll always, uh, I'll, I'll take him out into public with me and put my arm around him. <laughs> Tell him he's one of my own. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> My friend, it's a it's a thrill and a pleasure as always. Uh, I, I, I'm going to tune in. I, I just got back from a long walk myself, so I missed most of the early early part of the show. But I'm, I'm going to tune in. I can't wait to hear that song. All right. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's coming up in a few there. So uh, thanks for hopping on there, pal. And uh, we'll be talking soon. I'm sure. Absolutely, my friends, and it, I, I'll be looking forward to that, and I'll be seeing you. Alrighty, be seeing you. Bye bye. All right, goodbye. All right, well, yeah, I'm going to move into the uh, space set I was mentioning earlier. So this is uh, Virgin Rodin Commando Spatial Space Patrol from 1967. Five. Sidéral, les voilà partis, commando spatial. Oublions le temps, les soldats des forces spéciales s'en vont bravement, commando spatial. Afin de protéger leurs frères, ils vont risquer leur vie. Quelque part dans la nuit, là-bas, les ennemis sont réunis. Attaquer brusquement dans le vide inquiétant les imprudents Dans des galaxies inconnues de leur monde astral Les monstres ont fui comme en dos spatial Mais le radar soudain s'éclaire dans l'espace infini Ils l'ont vu brusquement un éclair fulgurant tout est fini Accueillent de l'Iran dans leur vieux monde attend les conquérants.
They came in silent flight Under cover of the night And settled on the grass outside my door In a strange and proud machine Glowing emerald green They came to probe my mind and nothing more Then with words that had no sound Inside my mind they walked around Sowing seeds of thought that shook my soul Then they reached for what I knew The how and why of what we do Upon this world that's just a dot in heaven's hole On a face that had no form I could see a strange alarm Come to them as they dwelled inside my mind Then in haste they turned to go Disappointment on their souls Disappointment I could feel but not define Crying wait I crossed the lawn But the emerald green was gone A light fleeing silently away And as I watched the awesome sight They crossed the speed of light With an answer that I knew but couldn't say Were they gods or were they men? Will they ever come again? These questions go unanswered and unknown But there's knowledge in my mind From beyond the edge of time And it's good to know for sure we're not alone Yeah. 
Joe Meek Telstar first stage demo to end out the uh, weirdo space theme set. That is from Joe Meek Portrait of a Genius, the RGM Legacy, put out in 2005 by Castle Records. I used to use that as the ringtone on my phone. That would catch people off guard sometimes. Um, then it was the Lawrence Comp before that. What a weird name for. A band. I don't know what comp is supposed to mean there, but anyway. The Lawrence Comp Moonbeam from a Carol Ray single. I don't know when that came out. Uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Orbit the Spy from a 1960 Gardena record single. Then it was some encouraging words from Tiny Tim, Me and the Man on the Moon from his lost and found compilation or the compilation of his work like unreleased and whatever rare stuff as the name implies 1963 to 1974 Secret 7 put that out in 2010 then it was the song Zach and I were talking about the alien themed kind of solemn number I've played it before but I I really love that song Frank Dicus The Visit from a Loco record single um, also, Jimmy Haskell and Orchestra Rockin' in the Orbit from a 1957 Imperial single. And that's maybe some people will recognize that from uh, the WFMU show hosted by Rex Fool's Paradise. He uses that one as kind of the backing, one of the backing tracks for when he speaks. Uh, then to start. Virgin Rodin, Commando Spatial, Space Patrol from 1967, put out by Decca on a single. And I don't have too much time left, but I do have a bunch of songs, so we'll see how many of these I get through immediately next. A uh, real quick one from Dirty Junk. It's called Pork Bellied. This came out in 2018 on their album Snot through Porchinut.
Then at my grave you stand Just say God's called home You rambling Wrong song. Get yo yo, you go to hell, you creep around in the nighttime all you fucking want. But don't you come back here disturbing us, I'll tell you that right now, dude. Or you'll see garbage, I'll throw it over your face. And then call 911. Party's on the dance floor. So what or not? Have a good day, folks.
Ghost. That comes from something they just put out. Uh, their self-titled, self-released EP. And the whole thing's good. You can listen to it yourself on their Bandcamp page. I'll post the link to it later. Um, what else do we have? This is a kind of a shorter set. Uh, Casual Burn before that. Wrong Song from their release Mean Thing that Handstand put out in 2019. And uh, I was glad I could play the Rat Lady clip to introduce that because she starts it off by saying Wrong Song. And that's a whole thing. If you Google the Kellegrews Rat Lady on YouTube, or you search on YouTube, I guess you don't need to Google it on YouTube. Um, you'll see, you can find the whole video there, and that's actually in the town where I grew up. So I, I have a personal connection to that. And maybe it's funnier to see the video, but I still like that little sound clip a lot. Um, then it was Hank Williams with his Drifting Cowboys, as it's listed on the label of the single. I guess you call it a single. It's like a shellac disc. Came out in 1953 through MGM, Ramblin' Man. Uh, Yvonne Prinosolova, When My Baby Cries, from a 1965 Pie Records single. She was from Czechoslovakia. I guess she, she still is. She's still, you know alive <laughs> and anyhow that was one of a, a couple of songs that she did in English most everything else is in, in Czech and or Slovak and yeah the story behind that you can read it if you translate her biography page on Wikipedia which is in Czech but basically she was invited to play in England and did those songs with Tony Hatch and his orchestra and then also did some concerts there and uh, had a TV appearance with the Rolling Stones, so I think that was kind of, kind of neat. She she got involved with the scene there, even though she was technically behind the Iron Curtain, as as people say. Um, so yeah, started it off with Dirty Junk, Pork Bellied, and that is from Snot from 2018. I'll play one more song to wrap up the show. It's The Future. The song is Looking for the Black Haired Girls. This was like a pre-The Human League type band where they had two of the guys who would eventually go on to form The Human League and Addie Newton from Clock DVA. And so all this stuff including this song was later put out as a compilation called The Golden Hour of the Future some of which is the future those three guys and some of it is like just early Human League stuff or whatever but it's pretty neat it's a lot better than later Human League stuff that's for sure so that was put out in 2002 through Black Black Melody but the, I guess the dates for that it's probably like you know 77 or something 78 maybe, I don't know. Um, so that's that. I'll get to that song. Thanks for being here for another week of the All Man Radio Show at allman.net and I'll post the recording soon. I'll be back next week. I'll try to make it on Saturday for a change. I know I'll keep saying I'll do that. And as I always say, hopefully I'll be better organized. But Maybe I'll be even less well-organized than I was this week. Time will tell. 
after yourself as they always say because no one else will let us get the fuck out of here be seeing you and you <laughs> <laughs> 